to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. And I got to tell you, we got juicy, juicy, juicy going on today. Mr. Benny on the Dr. Pat Show right here. Wow. We actually have Juicy Couture in, in here? <laughs> oh, no, no. That's a different show. <laughs> Who is Juicy Couture? You don't know what Juicy Couture is? No, I don't. Am I, like, <gasps> out of it? Val. Am I yeah, out of Val- Juicy Couture? Valerie needs to come in here and explain to you what Juicy Couture is. Oh, my God. They're super, uber, like, fancy items and clothing and handbags. Is and all. that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're okay, no, I don't so- know about super fancy. No, no. Valerie says no on that. But I think so. I think it's hot stuff. Okay. So, basically. Uh, it's just, it, it's money. I haven't traveled in those circles <laughs> for a really long time. But we're going to find out if I will be, maybe. We're going to find out if all of us may be traveling in those kinds of circles today. What a really great lineup we've got. We're going to talk. I mean, think about it. Think about how in one day we could talk about uh, 2010, a year of transformation, with professional astrologer Jeff Jower. Uh or then we could talk to Kathy Stalp, who's going to join us, about are we ready to buy a house. Then we get to talk to our pets with Tim Link. And then Mary Jane Mack comes in to make sure that we're in the best health we can possibly be. What a great day in the world of the Dr. Pat show. But we're going to jump right to it with Jeff because I, can't, I have been so waiting to hear what he has had to say today. He is the author of Your Astrology Guide, uh, 2006, along with Rick Levine. But more importantly... Importantly, he is the go-to man when we want to find out what is going on in astrological community. An innovator, dynamic teacher, writer, counselor, CEO, co-founder of uh, StarIQ.com. And joining us today, this is the question. What's up with 2010, Jeff? Welcome to the show. Hi, Dr. Pat. It's great to be with you, but I just need to update you. Uh, Rick Levine and I are the authors of Your Astrology Guide. 2007, 8, 9, and 10. I meant to say that. I meant to say say it didn't come out. 2006 and beyond. And and beyond. And beyond. Not Beyonce. Let's not get confused. Beyond. So I'm I'm, I'm very happy to be here. And, of course, as astrologers uh, like to do, we, we can talk about what's coming up for everybody this year. Well, before we talk about what's coming up, it's really interesting that both, you, you know, folks, folks, couple folks, and I know myself including, none of us decided to take a look at 2009 like we usually do. We did, you know, we usually go through, do the solar return, the whole deal, you know. Right. And I'm a December baby. And right. we just, for whatever reason, didn't look at 2009. And honestly, I guess I'm, I'm grateful. But I'm really <laughs> eager to talk about 2010. I mean, am I just a little bit, was I a little paranoid or what? What, what was happening? In, in 2009, well, basically, the, the, the story that I want to talk about began at the end of 2008. Remember when Wall Street tanked and... Yeah. We had all those economic issues. That's a story that finally finishes this year with another chapter added late last year. It's a story of Saturn and Uranus. Saturn, the planet of boundaries, limits, 
keeping things real was opposed by wild, crazy, rebellious Uranus in late 2008. This opposition represents the stress and the challenges between the old structures and new possibilities, which is Uranus. This combination, which hasn't been around until, it, since the, the mid-60s, is one that really has to do with shaking up the world and all of us having to make decisions about where do we stick to the tried and true and where are we stuck in the tried and true and need to move on to something new, fresh, different, and uh, original. So that's a major process that's been going on since just before, well, since the day Obama was elected, and it doesn't finish until late July of this year. So we've got, we've got this kind of collective uh, energy going on, which certainly is shaking us, and we still don't know how it's going to shake out. But it's an energy that people, I think, are feeling in whatever way they're feeling in. And I've, I don't think I've ever really heard people talk about energy or, or challenges or oppositions or things more collectively than I have in these past 18 months or so. Um, and yet at the same time, when 2010 got born to us here, well, actually started before that for me. It started around my birthday, December 11th. And, you know, what happened is all of a sudden everybody's got a fresh perspective, even though this may be continuing to July. And I wanted to ask you, are there some things happening now that are helping, I don't know, loosen things up? Yes. But but let, let me give you this. The, let, let's take it down before we bring it up. Thank you. <laughs> and that's because Saturn, the same planet that's so serious and slow moving, last November, Saturn hooked up in a challenging relationship with Pluto, the deep, dark lord of the underworld. Mm -hmm. That's a pattern that's hitting again later this month and finishing in August. So this is underscoring the necessity to make transformation, perhaps encountering fears, but here's the uptick that you're probably sensing. Last October 29th, Saturn changed signs. It moved into Libra, which in traditional astrology is a comfortable place for Saturn. The reason is Libra represents fairness and justice. Saturn represents order and rules. Good combination. Saturn in Libra, although it stressed things up in some ways, and I guess it depends who you are, mm -hmm. what your own chart is about. But Saturn in Libra is the reminder for all of us to change our relationships. And I don't mean necessarily romantic relationships, it's our relationships with reality. That instead of peddling and paddling so hard to get where we want to go, Saturn and airy Libra, an air sign, is about learning how to catch the wind. It's about learning how to listen to one another, to meet one another halfway, and to overcome some of the boundaries and barriers that keep us apart from one another and apart from meaningful aspects of ourselves. So there is a little bit more capacity, I think, for us to, to look at things with some rationality and to make choices. Some of those will be tough choices. And, of course, in a world with 7 billion people, uh, you know, there's going to be a wide variety of experiences. But nevertheless, I think what we're really into 
We're into the run-up. You know, we've heard all this stuff about 2012 and Mayan prophecy, and although I don't think the Mayan prophecy is astrological in nature, we are continuing to have major astrological patterns that will actually go up to 2015. This is the year, I hope and believe, 2010, where we can consciously choose more uh, uh, the choices we make rather than having them imposed upon us. But, you know, this is exactly what I was, I really didn't have the words for it, uh, you know, and, and Jeff, and what you did is you actually put the words down for it. I mean, it is that sense of empowerment that I hear so many folks talking about so far this year, and we're just barely into it. Well, I think the, the bottom line, interesting, and I, I'm very glad to hear that, um, Pluto is a planet of power, and that is very much the issue. Are we going to take responsibility for our lives in whatever way we can. I mean, I understand there are people who are sick, there are people who are broke, there are all sorts of pressures we face, yet nevertheless, even if we're backed into a corner, we still have choices of, of where we stand in that corner, what we think while we're in that corner, and certainly 2010 is an, is an amazing year of intention, and us using that intention to make whatever progress we can wherever we can i mean it's amazing as as um, as you know when we encounter what can seem to be insurmountable problems yeah that if we're willing and able to take tiny steps that at first don't seem particularly significant that they can over time turn the tide and help us regain authority in our own lives you know, when we think about that very, and you know, very optimistically, there is much that has been said about, uh, uh, you, you know, the blue moon in December and Mercury in retrograde in this last bout. And honestly, I have to tell you, Jeff, I, I'm not one that feels Mercury in retrograde like other people. I mean, maybe that's because we're in the communication business and Mercury is our ruler. Right. Um, but we don't necessarily feel the aches and pains. But today is the last day. So mm -hmm. what does that mean for people? Well, uh, Mercury, the planet of communication, appears to go backwards three times a year for about three weeks at a time. It's supposed to be a period in which... Details, communication, transportation become more complicated. Uh, the year began with Mercury retrograde, and I, too, am not someone who feels particularly affected by it, but this one did uh, seem to be more present in, in, in my world. Part of the reason is this. Mars, the planet of action and aggression, is also retrograde. It was oh. retrograde in December. It will turn forward in March doesn't mean we can't get things done. It simply means that the initiative that Mars represents is a little bit harder to take. Mercury going direct uh, tomorrow, really it's stationary today, turning direct tomorrow, means that we start getting in gear mentally in a way that helps us move forward. The last three weeks may have been more about finishing things up, setting things up tentatively, mm -hmm. but the wheels of, of commerce and communication are likely to roll more efficiently and effectively. I'm, you know, I was yeah. going to say starting tomorrow, but when a planet turns around and moves forward, yeah. it moves very, very slowly. Well, you know, kind of like us, I think. 
Uh, wow, Jeff Jower joining us here today when we come back. I wonder if he could shed a little light on, you know, 2010 as we're talking about a time to grow up as he's written about. Or what is that Jupiter up to these days? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Jeff and the Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back. Are you in constant pain and tired of taking pain pills? At Holistic Medical Center, our physicians listen, examine, and find the root cause of your pain. Comprehensive, non-invasive, scientific, and energy-based natural therapies do exist to treat your pain and its root cause. Contact Holistic Medical Center to transform your life. Call 425-451-0404 or on the web at drdarvish.com. That's D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. This is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, and I am here with Becky Miller from Kent, who is another successful client of Positive Changes. Are you tired of the diet roller coaster? Tired of losing the weight only to gain it back again when you stop dieting? Well, Becky decided to quit dieting and make a lasting lifestyle change with the help of Positive Changes Hypnosis. Becky, tell us how much weight you lost. I've lost 65 pounds. Tell us how Positive Changes is different than a diet. I used to be out of control with my eating. Positive changes put me back in control. I didn't really give up anything, but I just made better choices. I had no deprivation. If I really wanted something, I had a couple bites and then really didn't want the rest of it. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888-311-7157. Are you tired of waking with aches and pains? Sick of taking one prescription drug after another? Would you like to take complete charge of your health? At Vitality Chiropractic, Dr. Bonnie Verhunt specializes in all-natural treatments for everything from arthritis to chronic fatigue. For information on how chiropractic can change your life, visit vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521. And be sure to listen to Dr. Bonnie Verhunt on The Dr. Pat Show. How would you like increased health and vitality? Would you like relief from acute or chronic health issues? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? Would you like relief from allergy, weight, and digestive issues? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural technique. Whether you seek relief from health issues or desire to live at your optimum health and vitality, contact reflex analysis is a profound method which detects imbalances at a subclinical level. Restoring health issues before they arise while increasing vitality and longevity. Discover CRA. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Every day we're moving toward wellness or away from wellness. I'd like to be your partner in achieving your optimal health and well-being. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com.
right, everybody. Jeff Jower joining us here today, and he's given us a sneak preview on 2010 from that star-like perspective. Uh, Jeff, why don't we take a minute and give out some information how people can find out more about you and more about uh, what you guys are up to. Well, probably the, the, there are, the best place to go is to Star IQ. That's S T A R I Q dot com. That's the website Rick Levine and I created. There's contact information for both of us there. Uh, information about our, our your astrology guide, which is a Barnes and Noble publication, and Rick and I are also um, uh, ongoing contributors to Tarot. T A R O T dot com. So those are the best places to find me and my writing partner rick levine and then you all can sign up and what will happen is you'll get uh, emails if you choose to you know with daily information and that's really kind of cool uh, as well so there's also an article search it's really you know jeff is really not telling you how cool these websites are they really are very cool <laughs> lots of information uh you know jeff let's talk about from your perspective some of the other things you see for 2010 well, one of the uh, we're right around the corner, a handful of days from changes. Actually, right now we're in a in an extremely busy period, as you pointed out before the break. That Mercury, the communication planet, is going direct or moving forward tomorrow. We also have an eclipse that's late tonight here on the West Coast, early tomorrow morning on the East Coast, and on the seventeenth, which is three days away by my calculation. Jupiter, the planet of expansion, growth, and optimism, moves back into its watery home sign of Pisces for the first time in 12 years. Hallelujah! <laughs> you like that, huh? Well, I don't know why I like it. Maybe I shouldn't, but it feels kind of good. Well, you know, in astrology, every planet has a relationship, has relationships to uh, signs, signs that it likes, signs that it doesn't like, and Pisces is one of the home signs of Jupiter, and when planets are in their home signs, they're considered to be stronger. There's less friction between them. So Jupiter's principles of growth, expansion, optimism, opportunity, and learning, in principle, should grow uh, for the year that Jupiter is in Pisces. Now, Jupiter enters Pisces on the 17th, like I said, in just a few days, but then it's 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 going to move ahead. Jupiter's going to jump ahead on on June the fifth, and from June the fifth to September eighth this year, it's going to be in fiery, impulsive, fresh, new. Let's get things going in ways we've never done them before. Aries before it backs into Pisces, and will be there until February of next year. So to put it in a nutshell. Spirituality, imagination, compassion, all can grow considerably, starting in a few days through early June and then picking it back up in September again, recognizing that wisdom, which is really what Jupiter is about, is not an idea. It's not a, a, a collection of thoughts in the head. It's a state of being. It's a state of feeling. And Pisces reminds us that the truth and wisdom are what we feel, not just what we think we know. You know, when was the last time something like this happened? Well, Jupiter goes into Pisces every 12 years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So 
it would have happened in uh, 1998. So in 1998, um, you, you know, I, I mean, do you do you ever make comparisons of what happened, sort of, you know, historically? Uh, and, yes, yes. So I'm just curious about what what did uh, the world experience last time Jupiter and Pisces hooked up here? Well. You know, it's a, it's again, it's a big world. It's, it's seven billion people. Maybe it was six point five billion at that time. Yes. So, so it's hard to say, and I haven't really uh, uh, thought about it. And although certainly Jupiter was in Pisces then, everything else was different. Yes, that's right. So tracking cycles, while you can sometimes abstract a single piece like Jupiter in Pisces. Um, there are other wheels that are turning all the time. So the, the picture is never repeated in precisely the same way. Exactly. And, you know, I should have known better than to even ask that question. But, you know, I'm always curious, you know, as we look and, and again, look ahead sort of uh, in the forefront of 2010, this energy that quite a few people are feeling, let me just call it optimistic. Where does that come from? Well, I think uh, uh, where it comes from is, you know, Sometimes you get so scared that you can't be scared anymore. There you go. You know, we, yeah. we, we just may have reached the limit of fear, although, yeah. you know, uh, uh, recognizing that, people come back and have a sense of resolve. You know, it's interesting. We live in a culture in which there's lots of brilliant people, brave people doing wonderful things. But we're kind of wimpy compared to our grandparents, you know. Um, what 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 they went through in the Depression, and in my case, what my parents went through as children in the Depression, people went through a great deal more. I was just in France with my in-laws over the holidays talking to my mother-in-law about World War II and France under occupation. And I think what's happened, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a baby boomer, far from being a baby at this point, but, uh, you know, we've lived through some relatively cushy times. And the blow, the economic blow of 2008 was the worst I've seen in my lifetime. And maybe what's happening is that we've gotten over the initial shock and that we're finding reserve and resolve to get back into life as our parents and grandparents did and deal with what we've got in the most effective way we can. And, you know, what's interesting as you talk about that is, you know, in the conversation that we just had about creativity and imagination, um, isn't it interesting that the planets will show up in a way that will encourage that level of expansiveness? Yes. Yeah, there's a wonderful book for those who are very intellectually brave uh, called Cosmos and Psyche by Richard Tarnas, T-A-R-N-A-S, which Richard is an astrologer and a, a Harvard-educated historian who's got about an 800-page, 20-year study of the planet cycles historically. And he documents in a, in a much more scholarly and detailed way than, than I could ever do uh, exactly what you're talking about, and that's how the planetary patterns do correspond to collective human patterns. Mm. What are the cautions for 2010? The cautions of 2010 are to to do our best to avoid power struggles. Mm. Saturn and Pluto tend to get hooked up in power struggles. And as these two planets move in and out of a challenging 90-degree angle with one another, it's going to be easy to demonize 
other people, to take one side, polarize, demonize, push away. That's the major challenge for the year, not only because of Saturn, Pluto, which is, I think, a, a, a potentially uh, a full of, of, of that kind of power struggle and fear thing, but Saturn in Libra is the reminder to all of us that we must embrace our, our opposites, the politicians you dislike, the people whose religious beliefs run counter to yours, the, the, uh, the, the person who's, uh, you know, the cougar if you're a husky. This is the year in which it's not about making peace per se, but it's about keeping the dialogue open. We either go to a greater degree of polarization with Saturn in weighing and balancing Libra, or we start building bridges and recognize that cougars and huskies, that uh, that atheists and, and, and religious people have much more in common than they do different. And that dialogue is what makes us human, and dialogue is what will allow us to move forward instead of battling for smaller and smaller pieces of the pie. So I have a question uh, about sort of a, a sleeper planet or sleeper <laughs> sign. You know what I'm saying? You know, one of these signs that's not getting uh, much press at all for 2010 or one of these energies not getting much press but could have an impact. Do we have such a thing? Well, uh, I, I'm sure that we do, but, but no planets have changed signs. You know, none of the... None of the bigger ones are changing signs that we've left out of the the equation. Got it. I, th- I think it, rather than being the sleeper event, mm-hmm. the real sleeper is the the unknown and undiscovered areas of ourselves. And that if we allow ourselves the possibility of discovering something new within us, then we will have the resources to take this year or any year and live it more effectively. That's a very powerful message, Jeff. That really is. And, you know, is it sometimes people say the planets become aligned to do that? And that, you know, that really just calls to the question of whether or not we're going to be able to do exactly what you just said. Right. Mm. Thank you, Jeff, for joining us here today. What a oh. great, great preview, taking a look at what's ahead. And I so love having you on the show. I wish you the best and the most incredible year ever. And same to you and all of your wonderful listeners, Dad. Wow. Thank you, Jeff. Wow. For more information, as I said, for, for all of you out there, um, you might want to just go to the website. and You can go to StarIQ.com, StarIQ.com. And what you can do is you can become a member, sign up. Uh, I believe you'll get an email. It's just a, it's just a ton. We, we send about four to six emails a month. Yeah, it's incredible. I Better. get them that are based on real transits of fast-moving planets to your birth chart. Exactly. I get them. I love them. So uh, you can go to StarIQ.com, everyone, and there's lots of information if you want to work with uh, Jeff or Rick. So there you have it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jeff. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with Cassie, Kathy Stout for the Dr. Pat Show. Stay tuned. Get this party started on a Saturday night. 
Sacred Moment is a unique funeral service offering distinctive choices for honoring and celebrating the life of a loved one. Whether you want to create an intimate home funeral vigil, an environmentally friendly burial, or a personalized tribute by planning a life celebration service with the support of a celebrant, a Sacred Moment can guide you in creating an experience that will truly reflect a life well lived. Call a Sacred Moment at 206-529-3803 and visit a sacredmoment.com. Did you know Greek Gods Yogurt has 20 billion life and active probiotic bacterial cells per serving? This healthy type of bacteria in yogurt helps boost the immune system by protecting the gastrointestinal tract and fighting off harmful organisms, preventing disease and helping you keep in tip-top shape. Did you have your Greek Gods Yogurt for breakfast today? For more information, visit GreekGodsYogurt.com and Anaduke.com. Athletes, diabetics, moms, let me tell you about a new high-tech energy gel called Chocolate Number no. 9. Chocolate Number no. 9 is made with only organic agave and the finest dark roast Belgian cocos. Number 9 contains no refined sugar. Number 9 is a certified low glycemic index item. And best of all, Chocolate Number no. 9 simply tastes great. Find out more at chocolatenumber9.com or call 866-999-1909. That's 866-999-1909. Did you know green is no longer just a color? It's a call to action to go green. The Perth Go Green Hour is all about building community through radio. Powerful conversations about solutions to ensure healthy environments and vibrant communities. We'll talk about practical solutions and how people all over the world are changing their individual behaviors to contribute to the solution. And this radio show encourages action and commitment. Join us for a transformative hour of radio with Perth Go Green. Visit Perth Go Green.com. Green by choice. There's never been a better time for you to create the life you want. Tap into unlimited possibilities and be the masterpiece you're meant to be. I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough Interview Series. Step into your full greatness on the Dr. Pat Show. I'll show you how to dig up the road, pave the road, walk the road, and be the road to your full greatness. Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness and go to MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. Reach your full potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca, maca magic. Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction. Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine. Visit MacaRoot.com. That's M-A-C-A Root.com. Call 541-846-6222. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.